Literally, the Colombian government created like a division to promote Made in Colombia. And they contacted me, I think because someone in their office like has a spray ground bag and then they threw our name around. So they contacted me. I got on the phone with them and they're like, you know, would you come to Colombia? Would you come to Bogota and like see a bunch of ideas and, and people to meet and like products that we make? If you're interested in anything to promote Made in Colombia. So I thought that was like a really cool story. So I literally got on a plane to Bogota and I met these really wonderful people and they showed me like a bunch of products. But I was really focused on this boot that they were making and I really loved it. And I worked on a boot with them and I packaged it in like this crazy, like military wooden case. By the way, shipping from Colombia to America is very difficult or it's just my stuff because they thought it was contraband. And they had to literally open up each crate inside each boot and check each one. So all that added to like the awesome story of like importing stuff from Colombia. It was limited edition. It was our first ever boot. And wow, did it sell out. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Fashion Moment podcast. Whether you're a fashion lover or just fashion curious, welcome. I literally love bringing you one-on-one interviews week after week with your fashion favorites. I get inspired every time, and I hope you do too. This podcast is not sponsored, and all of us here are freely giving our time because we all believe in this and we love it. I would love to continue this great work and bring you even more content, exclusive features, and live events in the years ahead. If you love the podcast or just want to support, buy me a coffee. Yes, a coffee. You can visit buymeacoffee.com slash a fashion moment to become a fashion friend for one coffee a month, $5, or click the support tab to grab any amount you'd like. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash a fashion moment. Thank you for supporting us. Now on to the show. David Ben David, also known as DBD, is the founder and creative director of Sprayground, a streetwear line known for its art-inspired backpacks and collaborations with celebrities like Shaquille O'Neal and Spike Lee to major brands like Nickelodeon. A native of the Bronx, New York, DBD attended the School of Visual Arts in New York City, which helped him further refine his innate gift as a creative artist. After completing his studies, DBD applied for several jobs, but was rejected by them all. But he didn't let that rejection stop him. He would instead travel the world with only a backpack, which would later result in him meeting a business partner that would help him create a multi-million dollar brand. Now, what I love the most about David is his commitment to creativity and positivity. One of my major takeaways from this conversation is that every day you wake up in this life, just remember that you are chosen. You have a purpose and you have something to contribute to this life. Don't forget it. All right, well, let's get started. Welcome to a fashion moment. I am thrilled to have you on the show. Um, it's something that we just love to do uh, with all of our guests is just start from the beginning, you know, for the, you know, the folks who may not know like your background or where you're from. So, you know, you grew up in the Bronx, you know, and and I just have to say, first, we need to know what part of the Bronx are you from? Because my mother's actually from the South Bronx. So I'm, I'm just curious. You got to rep, rep your area. Where are you from? Yeah. So my mother, my mother's from Castle Hills. And then, and then we moved to uh, Pelham Parkway, like, nice. like near, near the Bronx Zoo. Like I would go there all the time. That was my spot. <laughs> wow. Did you have like a favorite animal or animals that you'd like to see like growing up? I mean, of course the lions. Yeah. And 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 they have this bird aviary and then the reptiles. I love that. I, I love that stuff. Those three areas. And the seals. Oh, the oh. lion seals. 
I mean, the uh, sea lions, they're great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I feel like, you know, the Bronx Zoo, it's so great. Like, people need to, like, head up there and check it out. It's pretty awesome. I, I mean, obviously, after this whole COVID thing goes away. But, you know, in one of your previous uh, articles, it mentioned that, um, you know, the Bronx wasn't always the friendliest place, you know. And it was, it was a pretty tough um, area to grow up in, but I'm curious, you know, what are some of your like earliest memories from the Bronx, like the good ones? And, and what are some of the lessons that you learned from growing up in the Bronx? Well, just growing up in the city, like, like alone, that gives you courage, you know, mm. <laughs> you know, uh, especially back when I grew up, you know, the energy of New York right now is a little, uh, it's a little all is a little off, but it's coming back. Yeah. But, I, my, my father used to take me on the subway trains, like in the, in the late eighties. And it was just like, you know, spray paint everywhere. You know, it was a whole different, you know, it was really, really crazy back then. That's when like the culture was like, you know, so intertwined with New York city, uh, you know, like in the beginning state, you know, stages of it. So I love just like going in the subways, being in this mobile art, you know? Um, but I think, I think it builds courage because, later on in, in life, like I needed to get on a plane and travel to China, Japan, mm. you know, Europe by myself, you know, and, and, and like meet new people, figure out like, you know, where to go, how yeah. to do this, you know, meet factories, meet potential distributors. And in the beginning stages, I had to do, had to do this all by myself. So I definitely think Bronx and New York city gives you that like courage, that like toughness. Yeah. You know? Because when I was 10, my family then moved to, moved to florida and then oh it goodness. was like it was yeah it was it was such a different vibe it was just slow like people were <laughs> scattered <laughs> you know it was just like but it was good to have that energy instilled you know into me years later i moved back to new york but uh wow but yeah in the beginning stages uh, you know also i live next to the bronx zoo i definitely think that just gave me inspiration because i love animals i love nature yes. so always being around that you know it was really cool you know it's a nice juxtaposition of like living in the bronx where it's like you know rough and tough and, yeah. and just walking walking not that far away to like this peaceful meditative you know, place so wow speaking yeah, of peace cool. and meditation uh, you know, it was mentioned in a previous um, interview that you did that, you know, you would often get lost in your imagination. And I'm just curious, like, what did that look like for you? You mentioned meditative state, like, was it through your art? Was it, you know, going, you know, to the outdoors? Like, sort of, how did you tap into your imagination? And and also, how can other people do that? Like, I'm taking notes as well. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, imagination, you know, it comes like every kid has is born with that imagination. Mm. You know, a lot of kids lose it. You know, there's like studies on this, probably about eight, eight to nine out of 10 kids, you know, that imagination kind of goes away, you know, wow. at, at a certain young age. You know, thank God. I don't know how that just <laughs> stayed with me. Yeah. You know? and, and also my imagination was my was my safe place because like. I didn't grow up in the, you know, in, in the best, most comfortable of homes, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, my, my, my parents got, got divorced when I was at, in a young age, but, mm. but I needed that imagination, you know, to just like escape and be comfortable with my toys, my build, my stories, yeah. you know, doodle, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever that was, but Wow. But thank God that stayed with me. And also my mom pushed me to go to art school because she saw like, you know, I was a horrible student, <laughs> horrible, <laughs> you know, smart kid. But, you know, yeah. when it comes to like, you know, figuring Jeez. out this test, that test, I, I, I don't know about no test, but, <laughs> but he, she, but she pushed me to go to the school of visual arts in New York city. And I had to wow. make a portfolio and do all that. And like, I had to tap in and, and make this portfolio, which was like so stressful because that's how they determine, you know, if you're wow. going into the school or not, you know, so thank God they loved what I did. What did and, you do? Uh, did you like draw? Did you paint? Did you like, what was it? Oh, it, it, they ha you, you have to show them uh, different 
types of mediums. And oh wow! So, so I had to show them that I could paint, that I could sculpt, that I could draw, what? I could sketch. Yeah, you know, at that level that I was then, you know, at, yeah. when I was I don't know seventeen, I had to do that. So uh, yeah, because I didn't have no structure, I would just make crazy stuff. You know, <laughs> I, like I told you, I was in I was into animals, reptiles. I would I would literally build cages when I was younger, when I was like fourteen. You know, it was so cool. And because because living in Florida, you know, the the beauty of that when when I was a young kid. Um, you know, is that you're always outdoors more, you yeah. can build more, you know, you can get lost in nature. So I think that definitely saved me. I know you want to know how to tap into the, you know, creativity. Yeah. You know, one, I think, um, for me, you know, for me, I created a brand that was, it was unique in its, in its own right, because it always created fresh things. Yeah, you know, yeah. fresh product, you know, visually stimulating. So that was my mission when I created my first bag. You know, so wow. how do I how, how how do I keep that going? Because there's this type of good pressure that you need to create literally diamonds every time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I would I would travel a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like e- even in New York City, I would literally just sit there. You know, in in Times Square or like Union yeah. Square or whatever square and just watch the people go by, you know, like, oh, those are cool shoes. Oh, that's a cool silhouette, you know, and and, and, and then you start piecing together. I think that's that's one good way. You know? mm-hmm. Another good way is is definitely walking into nature because it does heal like it mm. does heal ev- everything, everything. Wow. You know, unfortunately, like in the city you know, in New York, you know, you don't have that green, you don't have that blue sky, you know? So yeah. I would travel a lot during the winter times, you know, to, to, to get that inspiration because yeah. I wanted to travel. It kind of like keeps me sane, mm. but I like to travel when it's like, I, I, I have multiple purposes. I, I don't, I, I don't really take vacations. I kind of just tie it into like what I'm doing. You know, because if you do something you love, you you never work a day in your life. So like, so true. (laughs) Someone told me that when I was young and like it clicked. So I, I, I had to live like that. So when I travel, let's just say to, uh, you know, Shanghai, I'm going to do a few things. I'm going to go visit a factory. I'm going to go do a photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm going to go meet a distributor, you know, to do some business to see how we could expand the brand in that certain city. You know, so so that's what like my real you know goal was, but also like during doing all that, flying, going there, like that's so much inspiration. But you really gotta, you really gotta like, you really gotta look around. You know, mm. not that many people like really look around. You know, everyone's just walking into a, walking a straight path. Wow. You know, me when I walk around, I'm looking up, down, left, right, everything. I'm literally scanning my entire environment wherever I am and every step that I take. You know, there's so much inspiration around you. We're living in like this crazy world. You know, you could look like on every stray ground bag, there's this little red tab where the shoulder straps connect to. And, you know, it, you know, ev- every brand has their like iconic, you know, thing or, you know, colorway or whatever. So yeah. on, on every bag in the backside where the, where, where the strap connects to like where your hips are, that, that yeah. area. It's always red, and I and I branded it red for a reason. Because when I was in Hong Kong, they have this aviary park, and mm-hmm. there was a beautiful black bird. It was a big bird. I didn't even know what it was what, what it was called because because wow. the sign was uh, in Chinese. But when it lifted up its wing on each side, it had these this one individual red feather, and it was so beautiful. <sighs> how like it was all black, and then that that one little hit, and that one little hit became you know become so iconic. So then I put that like on my back. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. So you really got to see like, can I turn that into a bag? But I'm always thinking of product. I'm, literally, I'm always thinking of, of creating because that's like gives me purpose in my, in my life. Uh, I have to come up with new ideas all the time. This is amazing. I like, I'm already inspired. We just got started people, but you know, <laughs> want to go into uh you know you finish school 
and then you decide to go backpacking around the world? Yeah, I went to a few countries. Like, what inspired um, you to go? Like, were you just like, you know what? I'm going to take a break and, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I saved up a little money. Mm-hmm. You know, I took, a, I, I took a loan to go to school, you know, to the School of Visual Arts. You know, I literally, like, just finished paying it off, like, a year ago. So wow, funny. Hey, how, like, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, didn't, I didn't grow grow up with that comfortable type of money. Yeah, same um, here. <laughs> yeah, so I was shopping for a bag and like literally, you know, there was there was nothing exciting. It was the same, you know, bland, you know, it was just a bag. It was just a utilitarian thing. Yeah. You know, and, and at the time I wanted to create something. You know, I, I after school I, I applied to a hundred jobs. A hundred wow. like, you know, design firms, this, that, and like I don't know, my, my attitude was like you know, I can't really rely on other people, mm. you know, all the time. And, 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 it, and if I can't at that moment, then I have to create it on my own, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so I hooked up with a financial partner, you know, with my idea, I, I actually ended up working with this gentleman who needed a designer. He, he gave me my first job out of school after a hundred attempts failed. So, uh, so we started to work together and then we became partners on this, on this spray gun idea. But that came because I wanted to travel a little bit mm-hmm. after school and, and I wanted to go shopping, you know, for <laughs> this, you know, for some new, from some new cool fashion stuff. It, it was yeah. either like a, you know, a 15, two th- or 15, $1,500, backpack, you yeah. know, from a luxury brand, which I don't understand why is that much, you know, cause it's just fabric yeah. uh, or, or just like a, you know, a normal run-of-the-mill type of bag. So then that that idea, you know, came off where it's like, you know, what if I start applying my my art, my design into wow. bags? Because because at the time, you know, I was always thinking fashion, 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 like wearable fashion. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, but I, I never appreciated accessories until that moment. I'm like, oh my god, this is really like there's nothing there. You know, everyone just forgot about it wow. because no one cared. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was, but but that was the light bulb moment. Wow. Um, I'm curious, did you have a favorite country that just you're just like, ah, I'm so inspired? Or were you inspired by all of them? But you know, is there one that just you're just like every time I go, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah I would say I haven't been to Thailand a lot. I only went there once. I went to Bangkok and and uh Phuket. And like Phuket was, you know, beautiful from a nature perspective. But in Bangkok, they had really crazy malls from local designers, you know, and, 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 and I, and I love that because there wasn't this like, you know, global brands, you know, that like accumulate every shopping mall that, and I would say, and I would go to Hong Kong a lot. Hong Kong is the craziest city because it's like a mini New York city, but like in mountains, in jungle, like legit, it's like a jungle. And then there's this city. You know, and there's these beautiful beaches around it and, and, and the shopping there is so cool because it's kind of like Thailand where it just had their local designers and like these really unique pieces, you know? So you start like, you know, building this story of like, uh, of, of a collection. Like I would literally go there and, and I, and I, and I would have so many ideas, like a hundred wow. ideas, you know, of just everything, you know, inspir- you know, back to inspiration. You said, you know, how, how, how do you do it? It's like, when I walk onto the plane, uh, you know, you, you know how they make everyone walk past business class to, to make everyone yep. feel city, you know, yep. <laughs> you know, if you're sitting in economy and then there was these little ugly bags that they would put on the business class or first class, you know? So I, I, I even like noticed that we're like, Oh, that needs to be done better. You know, I always yeah. like looking at things and, and like, how can I make it better? And, wow. it, and that could be from a car, from a, from a cup. You know, it could be anything. Wild. I love it. I'm so inspired right now. So like you partner up with, with your finance guy slash designer. And I mean, like, how did you, how did you build it into a brand? Like, uh, did you like create a capsule collection and like release it online? Like how, how did you build your business? The guy I work for, his name is Eddie, 
and at the time he was doing wall decor. So like, you know, you oh, go to wow. Bed Bath & Beyond and there's like cool, you know, art there. Or actually there wasn't really that much cool art there. Yeah. So <laughs> so he was just a one-man operation and he needed, you know, he needed a designer. And that was my first job. You know, I got paid like, you know, like $2 an hour. Oh my um, goodness. But no, but it was fine. Back it wasn't the about day. the money. It was just like, okay, I got, I got a job, you know, amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, I get, I, I get to design and then wow. whew, did I, did I design? I built out a beautiful collection of all this art, uh, of all this wall decor. I work with uh, other artists that I would find that are real painters, you know, that they were selling their stuff in the gallery. And then we would talk to them and see if they would want to, you know, put their art, you know, in, in our catalog. And then it, and, and it was like a cool collection of like many, many artists, but that wow. really wasn't my, my, my passion. Uh, my passion was more into the fashion and product design. So then I'm like, okay, all these, all this art they were putting on wall decor. And then when I had that idea of the bags, you know, like there's so much, there's so many ideas that that you could do it, so you, that 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 you could do with that art. So that's where I came up with the idea of putting art on bags. And wow. I just started literally with one bag. I didn't go crazy slap art art on it. Right. Uh, the first bag was the hello. My name is, and why did I do the hello? My name is because I wanted, I wanted something that people could like potentially customize, you know, cause like, yeah. And and that hello, my sticker back in the day, like in the graffiti art worlds, you know, we would, we would write our names on it, tag our names, DBD, whatever, and just like slap it everywhere. Or or, or like a, or, or like a USPTO, you know, shipping label. We would, you know, grab a stack of those, tag our names on it and just slap it everywhere around the city, around school. Uh, So I don't know. I, I I just had, I had that idea to just wrap a big hello. My name is because it was just so iconic. And, and, and I didn't know how to make a bag at the time. I literally went overseas, uh, to factories and there was a show there. I I found this factory who I'm still working with now, 12 years later. And he was, he was also just a little operation and and I showed him my ideas and and, and my dream. And I'm like, you know, I, I need to make these bags. Like, like it's going to be cool one day, you know, we're going to grow a business together. And and, and like, I don't know, he, he took a liking into me and, and, and he really like helped me grow the business a lot, a lot and just, you know, make my ideas, make small quantity, you know, factories don't like to do that, but they love the art. They, they appreciated my, uh, I, I guess, energy and passion because I really yes. wanted to grow this thing. So, yeah, so that was, the, that was the first bag. And then the, and the strategy was to sell it into just like small boutiques. Mm. You know? Like I didn't want to go to like, you know, more bigger chains and whatnot because like, yeah. I, I like, like, like I'm not doing it because I need to get sales. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, at, at the time, I'm, I'm, it's okay to be a starving artist. You know? mm. <laughs> because it's about like, the art. It's about the art. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's about the art, but it's, but it's also like patience in building something that, that, that has a strong foundation. Wow. And it takes a very long time to do that. But, but I believed in like that idea of like, if you could create something really cool, you know, people would collect it even, you know, just yeah. like people are collecting sneakers and, you know, vinyl toys and whatever they collect now, um, you know, NFTs, like, yeah. like you know, they'll, they'll collect it if, if it has a story, you know? And also if like, there's these things when I was first making the bag, cause I didn't know how to make a bag. You know, the only bags <laughs> out there w- was bags with a front pocket. Yeah. You know, I don't, and then I'm like, I'm going to be the anti front pocket. And, and, uh, and then it was easy, you know, it was a smoother, nicer canvas, but no one was like used to that silhouette because like, nope. it didn't have a pocket. It was very sleek. You know, I like sleek. Um, I love that. What, what about, yeah. what about the money stacks bag? What was that? Oh about? my God. The money stacks bag. <laughs> so, so m- my, my whole thing is like, you know, I see something, I want to like, see if I could design it better, change it. I, I, uh, so I wanted to, I wanted to create a bag that I wanted to see, you know, mm. I wanted to see a bag stacked with money, you know, yes. and I wanted to look so real, uh, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, but, all, but also cool enough and, and, and like confident enough to wear it, you know, cause you don't want it to be like, 
like like gimmicky or cheesy. Right. You know, it has to be like it has to be real. You know, it has to be raw. <laughs> so I, I I made a fish tank in like a custom fish tank in the same size as the backpack, and I literally got money. You know, I didn't I didn't have hundreds at the time to stack them. I put ones and then you know like a yep. hundred ones and then a hundred <laughs> at the end and then and then wrapped it and literally created what it would look like and then I photographed all the angles and then I, wow. and then I put it on the on, on the bag silhouette and then printed that and then it it became so popular that Fifty Cent wore it and this was in two thousand and I don't know eleven. You know, oh, 50 wow. Cent was like, you know, at the, at the top of his career. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know if he bought it or something. So it was really cool to, to get that. And then, and then I, you know, I want to thank 50 Cent for that because, yes. you know, stores, a few, a few boutiques called us to carry that product. So that was really cool to, to, I love to see 50. that. <laughs> and I love that yeah. back too. I was like, that's goodness yeah and and then beyonce beyonce was spotted that you know using that bag as like her diaper bag for her kids yeah she was like entering she was entering like a helicopter and then like the money stacks bag was right there it was like oh my god so cool oh and then the craziest thing kevin durant wore it uh, on the finals on espn you know back in the day you know when he was like peak you know, crazy. And then, and then we turn on the, the, on the news channel and we're like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. So oh I want to thank God. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Beyonce, 50, like yeah. you have so many celebrity but, but, customers <laughs> and collaborators. It's amazing. Like, you know, but I'm sure it wasn't always that way. And so when you were building the business, you know, I'm sure you had haters or people who were like, what are you doing? Like, how did you deal with that? Yeah. So, so the first bag I made was hello, my name. So a normal Mm -hmm. approach would be from a financial perspective. If you have like, you know, uh, you know, guys that just look at like the bottom line, um, is to just make more hello, my name is bags, different colors, push it, push it, push it, you know, because that's the number one selling and the only thing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, that's our like, you know, Poland Springs water. Like how many of those <laughs> do they sell a year? You know, you know what I mean? Just push it more. And, and I said, no, I wanted to create limited edition. And, and, and I still, to this day, limited edition never produced again, you know? So, so that was a strategy, but our first trade show at agenda trade show at the time, I don't know, in 2011, you know, so now we had one year of the bags in circulation, you know, 50 Cent, Kevin Durant, Beyonce. So like now people in the industry are seeing it, you know, so like one, one like popular salesman from another brand, uh, he, he was uh, such a hater. He's like, I don't understand this brand. This brand's going to fail. Like all, you know, all you know how to do is just that hell on my name is back. I'm like, okay. Okay. You know, I felt like shit for like weeks, yeah. you know, like it's just so mean. Yeah, you know? because he thought he was so cool, you know, yeah. and you know, because because at the time he was like this big popular salesman for some popular brand, you know. So like those guys walk around in the trade show sometimes, like, mm-hmm. you know, like they're all that. And, yeah, and, I know those people. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then he saw me, you know, little innocent, uh, you know, kid with these bags, and just like made this mean comment. You know, because wow. the bags are like in some of the stores that, that he sells. He doesn't sell bags, he sells apparel. But yeah, just a hater, just a natural, good old fashioned hater. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so he said that. How'd you bounce back though? Because I know there's some people right now who are listening who are, you know, may have a business venture or even a clothing line or, or, you know, even accessories or, you know, just different, different products that they're designing or, you know, personally believe in. And I'm sure they've heard similar things and they may feel like giving up right now. Uh, What would you tell them to keep them going? Well, a a few things you could turn that into, you know, good, you know, another, another thing happened to me and it was from a close relative, you know, 
maybe it was from jealousy that they said, like, I'm not good at anything. I'm not good at any one thing, you know? And this was a time when I was in art school, you know? And then, like, legit, I was sick. Like, I got sick. Wow. But but then eventually I I turned that around and be like, okay, let me show the world what I can do. Mm. You know, the same thing with that. Because these, because as you grow, more haters come, you know, and they're and and they're 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 literally trying to just put that negative energy. I, I don't know where they come from. I don't know if they're happy people, you know. Yeah. But they just have to like spew this negative energy onto you, you know. You just have to stay positive and just ignore it, you know. But even though it's gonna hurt, yeah, and know that what they say is not necessarily true. Because mm. some people, you know, get it, get advice from like, you know, higher up people, you know, they look up to them and they say these things and like people follow their advice and like, you know, they're not successful sometimes. So yeah. you really, and, and also you got to listen to your gut, you know, mm. the gut, the gut is like, I think a gift wow. that was given in, in every human being, you know, and, and, and you really just got to like, like listen to that. And sometimes it's conflicting because literally your heart, no, you, your mind is going to say something, you know, yeah. feel something, you know, but like, yes, I want to do that. But your gut's like, no, stay back. Like, I'm a failure. Stay back. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my, you know, listening to my gut and my, wow. and I don't, I don't really want to say inner self because I feel like the inner self sometimes is like conflicting also, but like the gut, you know, mm. that's just there. And, and it like, it has the answers sometimes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, people are going to try to knock you down, but, you know, that's what makes things exciting. You know, you gotta, you, you gotta roll through the punches and like, you know, just use it for more fuel. DVD. That is a word. That is a <laughs> word today. I'm like, where's my tambourine? Like I am Ooh. just like, yes, yes, yes. So awesome. you've expanded your brand beyond, you know, backpacks into areas like apparel, swimwear, travel bags, gaming chairs, which is something I really want, by the way. I was on eBay the other day and I was like, dang, okay, I'm going to have to like drop some to get one. But, (laughs) you know, what was the key to sort of scaling your business into these other areas? Because I know that's not always easy as well. No, it's definitely not easy. But if you can create it with a cool story, and, and also, like, I didn't necessarily need to continue growing outside of backpacks, mm. you know? But also just, I had a feeling just because I like to make things exciting. And, and also, I told you, like, wherever I go, I like to see, like, if I could design that better or different. Yeah. And, and, and then that became, like, this thing to me, like, turning the mundane into insane. I love that. Um, can you do office buildings? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would love to do architecture and whatnot because, you know... It, in school, I, I learned all that, you know, and, and, and I went to that school because, because they had all those courses that you could take and like, you know, dabble in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So expanding into other things, yeah. you have to create a nice story. So let me think. There's something I did with, with a Colombian boot manufacturer. Oh, wow. And, and literally the Colombian government created like a division to promote made in Colombia. Wow. And, and they contacted me, I think because someone in, in, in their office, like has a spray ground bag and, and then they threw our what? name around. So, yeah. So they contacted me, I got on the phone with them and they're like, you know, would you come to Colombia? Would you come, would you come to Bogota? You know? And, and like, you know, you know, see like a bunch of, uh, of ideas and, and, and people to meet and like products that we make, you know, if you're interested in anything to promote made in Colombia. Wow. So I thought that was like a really cool story. So I literally got on a plane to Bogota and and I met these these really wonderful people and they showed me like a bunch of products but but I was really focused on this boot that they were making it. They were making it for the military, they were making it for the for, for just like normal fashion. And I really loved it and 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 I worked on a boot with them and I packaged it in like this crazy like like military wooden case. Oh, nice! uh, (laughs) By the way, shipping from Colombia to America is very difficult, (laughs) or it's just, or or it's just my stuff because they thought it was contraband, and they had to (laughs) literally open up each crate inside each boot and check each one. So all that added to like the awesome story of like importing stuff from Colombia, and yeah. 
but you know, it, it was it, it, it was limited edition. It was our first ever boot, and wow, did it sell out? Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> I I can only imagine. That sounds really cool. Um, I, you know, speaking of selling out, and just you know, the amazing fan base that you have for your products, like how would you describe the Sprayground community? And like, what are some of the keys to building? community like how do you like to talk to your customer how do we build community so i think based the product you know off of quality function design that's mm-hmm. kind of like been my like like a guide to, to that you know creating wonderful product is is one thing but then you got to connect to your you know to your fans to your customers and i think it does that in the product because when I do a pop-up shop, I, 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 I have a strategy that I do. I like to make it look like a candy store and, yeah. and, I, put, and, I, and, I, and I put pegs in the wall and, and, and I hang the bags like one of each and it just fills the whole wall, but also really, really high. I look for places that are really high. Yeah. So when you walk in, it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. All the color, you know, and, 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 and like, I want to create, I want to connect to that, to that inner child, that uh, inner creativity that like some of us lost, you know, mm. and and I feel like these bags tap into that, tap into those, those tap into those childhood memories, or 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 creating new memories. Because yeah. when people, you know, people are traveling with this stuff, that they're literally like, you know, they're taking the luggage, they're taking the backpack, they're putting all their personal items into that bag, and it becomes like a very personal thing. It's it's the trunk to the human body. So like wow. there there is this connection. You know, when when building a community, and I think it's just through the product. Also, the bags have a nice story. There's all these hidden pockets. There's a stash pocket. When you find the stash pocket, there's a card inside that says, "Congratulations, you found the stash <laughs> pocket." Now, now, don't tell anybody. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's all those like two things. You know, I do like like each bag is unique, and and I create my collection so wide. Like like I'll have 150 different backpacks different wow. duffels so wide like like it's really crazy the toll and time that we spend on creating each bag because you know i believe you know each person is an individual is unique like like when you're born into this planet like you were legit chosen out of millions that didn't you wow know? so 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 as you live your life you know like everyone should feel like that and and they should connect to a brand and product that has that same like motto or inspiration to them you know i, I, I want it to be an inspiration to you know to 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 another human wow because uh you know everyone needs some is some like you know life color exciting product in their life yeah so as long as i'm still alive <laughs> i want to <laughs> i want to create that experience wow Chosen. Uh, I'm going to be doing that all day now. They're like, hi, yeah. I'm chosen. Okay. No, for real. Everyone chosen. that's walking. Yeah. Everyone that's like alive on this planet <laughs> is legit chosen out of millions. Oh like, my God. No, no, no one should ever feel like depressed or sad. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, like we all have a purpose. Rough morning too, DVD. <laughs> like, like, okay. This, like, you have no idea. I'm like, I'm you are speaking yeah, but, life into me today, <laughs> and I hope our listeners are are getting this as well. But I put all that, yeah, I put all that energy into the product, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I love that so much. I have to ask two personal questions. This is like a fun one for me. Okay, so number one, are we going to get another gaming chair? And then number two. Uh, will Sprayground be dropping any like I don't know wearables or NFTs in the metaverse? Because my my avatar needs some gear and some outfits in Decentraland. So I'm just like, hey, what what's going on? <laughs> it's the nerd in me. <laughs> no, that's not the nerd. That's just like, <laughs> no, it's so cool. So we are building something in Decentraland. So I'm really excited about that because it's going to look really nuts. I'm so excited. And yeah, when I, when I was walking, cruising around Decentraland, you know, there's not so much, you know, funky, cool product, oh, let alone so much product in general. Because, uh, I don't know. There's so I'm really excited. So, 
Yeah, so we're going to be building in, you know, in the metaverse over there. Yay, like this year or do we do we have some time? Well, I haven't decided yet on the on the on the idea of like the structure. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. But it's- once yeah, but once that's done, then then it should just take like just a few months to get it. Yay! I'm so excited. (laughs) My heart is so happy because Lord knows we need some options out there. So I'm super thrilled that you guys are going to be working on that. Where, where, where are you else in the, in the metaverse or just my favorite? I mean, I tried to get down with Roblox, but I was like, Oh, I feel like this is for the children. No, they don't let other like, you know, brands like, you know, designers do some stuff. It's just like their way. You know, it's not open. Yeah. That's why the center line is, you know, so cool because literally it's just open to the world, how it should be. I love it. I'm like, so, I mean, I'm, I'm in there like every day. So, All right, good. I, I hope you come to it. our opening. Yeah, come to our opening party. Um, I will. <laughs> I mean, I'm technically like building up my Decentraland influencer like following. All right, good. I will definitely be there for sure. <laughs> um, so you do tons. I mean, tons of collaborations. So you know, I <laughs> I have to ask. You're gonna be like, really, girl. What are your feelings about <laughs> style guides and how do you execute oh. your vision while implementing the intentions, you know, of the brands that you work with and, and sort of like, you know, blending the visions together? Yeah. So that has definitely been an up, uphill battle with, um, you know, style guides because the brand's been fortunate to collaborate you know, with, uh, with, with Nickelodeon, Hasbro, Marvel, Disney, Star Wars. Awesome. And many, many others, you know, just on like that, like licensing, you know, collaboration world. Mm-hmm. And they have these style guides that, that, the, that the companies that they work with have to use. But I, I told them the only way to work with us is that we're not going to be using the style guide. We're going to create something, something that's going to fit more of the spray ground world. Because we're going to put your character into spray ground verse yeah so uh <laughs> so spongebob was <laughs> was the first one that i've ever collaborated with uh in 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 that world of like you know characters and whatnot yeah and and they just they just love what i was doing prior this is only when the brand was literally two years old wow and and they saw that someone's gonna you know rough up the uh the uh the uh accessories category so they literally let me do whatever I wanted. And what? it was so, and, and, and it was such a pleasure to work with them because uh, the bags that we created, like I'm still working with them almost 10 years later. Wow. You know, and, and, and they've been an example of, uh, of how, uh, of how we work with other licensed properties. You know, so, so when Star Wars sees it, what we did with SpongeBob, like that really opened up the door a lot to so many other collaborations with other characters, you know, whether it's Black Panther, mm-hmm. Captain America, you know, we just did something with Bubba Fett and the Mandalorian. So like, you know, really bringing him into the Sprayground universe, but also respecting what the character looks like and his personality or her personality, you know, so it's a nice balance. And also when you're working with a property, like for Star Wars, for example, there's so much product out there, like in, you know, yeah. Walmart, Kmart, you know, and and we're more of a boutique limited edition, so they know that, like, you know, they they know that, like, they want something special. Yeah. So 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 they learn to come with us. I love that so much. Love it. Even uh, and then and then also the content. Yeah. You know, I I, I was making the cool product, but then the content it was like, okay, I got to do the model on a blank background, and like that's it, and like it was so boring. <laughs> So I started to present them and like push the envelope. Like, can we do this? Can we do that? Oh, we got to ask our legal team. I'm like, oh my God. And then, you know, I I would really postpone, you know, the launch of things because I wanted the content to reflect the bag. And it was such an uphill battle just to get them to accept and being open-minded to to the product being different than, you know, going away from the style guide. So now with the content, that was a new challenge. 
So, you know, th there's definitely been amazing things. Like I did a, a one minute animation runway for st the Street Fighter collection that I did. And literally you have all the characters in the spring round gear walking down <gasps> the runway in their cool environment. So you can see that on, uh, on Instagram. Oh my God, I'm finding it. that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Oh, I'm a Street and Fighter then, fan. <laughs> yeah. And and then I did, we do a lot of Richie Rich collaborations mm -hmm. and, and, they, and, and they let me have fun with the, with the product. So I did also another animation of Richie Rich. He pulls up to the pop-up, like his pop-up <laughs> and all the fans are there. He's taking photos with the fans, you know, he, 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 he and then, uh, you know, he, 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 he like drives away in his nice Rolls Royce. I love it. I um, cannot. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, one more, one more, one more amazing thing. I have an, I have an amazing, amazing team. Uh, the the uh, content director under Sprayground, her name is Sandflower. And, you know, she, she knows the crazy world of content that we create. So dope. And, and she's like, David, we should do a short film and present it to Star Wars. And we're like, huh? I'm like, okay. So, so, so I said, you come up with the, with the story and I'll create the storyboard. Oh my God. So she came up with the thing you know, and, and, and then I'll reach out to Star Wars to make the presentation. So we made the presentation and they loved it. And we just finished the edit of a 10 minute Star Wars short film. And it's nothing about the product. It's just like this cool, you know, m like modern day, just, just like struggle. Yeah. You know, finding obstacles in day, you know, in, in like daily life and just like overcoming them. Wow. So it was really, really cool. So like we've even come that far with the content. We were even working with Lucas Films to make a short film. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I cannot so yeah, always, wait. Always pushing the envelope. It's not just product that we're changing. Hmm. How, 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 how people view content wow and culture it's like a culture shifter as oh well. my god 100 percent for sure you know, wow traveling a lot like i would go through airports and i would notice all the ads you know everything's the same it's yeah. like i got bored so 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 let me change it up for them wow I'll do it uh, you know under straight ground i love that so, yeah i love that so much um you i mean Clearly, you've had so much success with the brand and you are, it's like 10 years. It's been 10 years, like over 10 years at this point, like a little over. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be 12 years this year. Yeah. So, I mean, you came out with a 10 year anniversary book, correct? And, you know, this is a coffee table book. Uh, like what? Like, what inspired you to sort of mark this 10-year uh, anniversary? And what can people find in the book? I'm like, are there pop-ups? Like, you know. <laughs> like oh, so, so, so the book is really unique. Our 10-year anniversary was, was in 2020. 2020 when yeah. the whole, like, you know, world shut down. It's so I'm like, crazy. wow, what a way to do a 10-year anniversary. So, and, and, and at, the time, I, at the time, I was working on the book. So, wow. So... I'm like, there's no rush to launch the book. Let me expand it more because originally it was just going to be like a coffee book, uh, a coffee table book with like cool imagery. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know. It's it's cool, but how can we expand it more? So, so I put together of a hundred cool people that has worked with Strayground, even collaborations. Wow. And and I and then I, I asked them. I I personally asked them just a few questions. I interviewed them. Wow. So that's what's cool about the books. You have like Spike Lee, you have Shaq and 98 other awesome people Wow! that, uh, <laughs> that has just, you know, run through the halls of Sprayground <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then it merged with like amazing imagery as well. But, but it's really cool to like go through these interviews and like, wow, this is crazy. Cause it's just like a cool eclectic group of people. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so we so you know it takes time to get those hundred interviews. Yeah. So that's being wrapped up, and and I, and I, I hope to launch it at the end of the year. Yay! I just I can't decide on the cover, you know. So that's mm. going to delay it once again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like if you're gonna do it, you know, it's got to be 
it's got to be done right. So you got to take your time. That makes sense. Well, we can't wait for that book to drop. So putting that on a save the date calendar (laughs) Um, and speaking just, you know, some of the names that you dropped. I mean, Spike Lee, Shaq, I mean, you know, Kendall Jenner, Meg Thee Stallion, I mean, Paris Hilton, whom I love. Don't judge me. Um, audience, I love her so much. Um, you've, I mean, like for a decade, I mean, I, and, and just working with these celebrities, I mean, like what, what keeps you grounded in the midst of all of this success, you know, like. I, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, leaders go, go astray when, when they start forgetting about like their purpose. Hmm. You know, and and then like literally business go business goes down. You know, the energy is not there anymore because they get because the, they get stuck in like the success or the money or whatever it is. Yeah, you've seen the stories. So yeah, you know, I'm a father of four, and that is my like, you know, mm-hmm. inspiration to stay grounded as well because yeah. I need to be an inspiration to them. So how am I going to you know portray myself? Hmm. Do you have like a so, daily uh, practice? No, I'm very unorganized, but <laughs> but I know where everything is. <laughs> You're one of those people. It's like no, but I know. A daily practice, like like personally, or yeah, like do you go for walks kids? every morning? Like do you do things with your kid? Like you know, sort of like that grounding exercise. Hello? You know? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh I just lost you for like 20 seconds. Oh my god! So sorry yeah, about you that. You said something. The last thing I heard was. Yeah, like do, or, you, do I have a daily like a daily practice? Like, do you go for walks in the morning? Do you like sketch for like five minutes and journal? Or is there like something that you do with your kids, you know, like every day, like that sort of grounds you? Oh, I pray every day. Hello. Uh, pray in the morning. You know, and, and prayer could be meditation, whatever it is that you want to connect to. Yeah. You know, I connect to like the creator. Hello. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's good just to take that 15 minutes, you know, every, every day just to like, just, just, just put your phone down and, and just do that. And just, and just think of like, you know, good things that you want the, the day, you know, to, to give growth to, to give life to um, every night I plan out my next day. So mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of artists, in the brand and you know what are we going to create the next day so i always do that at night when everyone's sleeping it's quiet yeah you know so i'm like partially nocturnal so i love doing that just planning out the next day that night before because then you wake up like confident you know you wake up confident you wake up good and then um and then the day will fall into place you're so organized talking about you know <laughs> you're organized <laughs> yeah no i no like as yeah, an artist like you see my office yeah it's like everywhere the product oh i got did it but i know where everything is oh you want to see a new jetpack that i made boom over here Wild. you, know, you, know, you, you, you want to see this new like wheel that i just designed for the luggage <laughs> boom over there and you said <laughs> nocturnal i feel like anybody anybody who's a parent because i have two little ones as well they're three and five right now i'm like that is like my golden hour when they fall asleep and it's like oh, yeah. finally yeah, quiet i, mean, <laughs> I know i mean we get so some cute. you know me time exactly well you know i'm curious yeah. what what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned as like from fatherhood Oof. Well, I think it goes back to the grounded, you know, it obviously makes you responsible. You know, my, my, my father left my family like at a very young age, you know, like that wasn't the best example, but like, you know, it, it, it at least showed me what I can be or cannot be, mm. you know? So I, I, at least I got that out of that experience. So I tried to be, you know, a foundation for them. And also they're, you know, thank God they're like very creative kids. So like I I have an obligation now to like fine tune their their creativity and show them you know inspiration and show them h- how to create their like crazy ideas you know when they're making up a story or they're drawing something sometimes I'll have like d- 
design contest with them. We'll just pull out the markers and we'll pull out a bunch of white paper, blank paper. Okay, everyone has to draw like, you know, a butterfly flying over a mountain with, with dolphins, you know, jumping over the mountain, you know, like, <laughs> like, like whatever it is. And then we'll all sit there and draw fun. And then, you know, taking them on nature hikes, getting inspired because I want them to connect to nature. I think that's like really important. Yeah. You know, because like nature is legit. It's going to be extinct. And like, uh, we got to enjoy it. Change. And also like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And also promote it, you know, promote nature because it has a lot of good healing uh, properties to it. Absolutely. I mean, I could literally talk to you all day, but I know you're a busy man. So I'm like, let me, let me get this in really quick. Uh, what <laughs> is next for spray ground? Well, I'm excited to build something in the metaverse. I still Yay. like, you know, the universe and 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 reality stuff yes but i think i think it's fun to have a balance because a lot of our day is spent there mm -hmm. so like i, I want to do something fun in there so i'm putting a lot of energy into that uh i'm gonna drop a new collection of swimwear that you mentioned before and yes there will be gaming chairs they're just so complicated to make because i'm so particular and how it needs to be so uh there will be like a handful coming soon yes <laughs> waiting i'll be ready i will be yeah, with no, the refresh legit, <laughs> yeah it, if you like the first ones you've seen then whoa this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna change up the the story it's yes. really cool i can't wait <laughs> now what, what's going on with the footwear are we doing footwear yeah so i think organically you know i i I've been asked like a long time now to like do footwear because, because naturally people are, are now matching their bags to their footwear. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been seeing it. So, so yeah, I, I will be creating footwear. I'm excited. But like, but like you know, cool. Yeah. Cool. Chill. You know? Yeah. And like, not like, you know heavy amounts of product no like exclusive limited edition and then like you know move on to the next i can't wait to see what you come up with there like i'm excited so much on the Thank horizon <laughs> um i i do have to just ask this one last inspo question and i mean you said something really awesome in your la times interview like a few years ago and you mentioned that ending up behind a cubicle somewhere is one of your greatest fears. It's one of mine too. <laughs> so I, I know, I know. How do you, well, I mean, clearly you're like at a level of success where you probably don't ever have to think about that. But for folks who are still out and about, like trying to find themselves and are really scared, you know, maybe like, it's too like it seems like it's too risky to sort of you know go after you know your own thing or do your own thing like what would you say to folks who are kind of like scared right now <laughs> oh well well regarding the cubicles yeah i think that's one of the worst inventions ever yeah uh, and, and it's not necessarily for me it's also you know i have a nice team you know am i putting them in cubicles no i'm gonna have like a nice open creative cool you know place to work yeah um you know now we're all working from home and like it's fine but but yeah the, you know it's not just for me it's 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 how i'm going to reflect that to everyone around me so yeah have like an open space nice and then in order to like you know yeah is it scary leaving your dreams you know i, I mean to is it scary to leave like your job and follow your dreams yeah of course it is uh, but like it, it, you, you also have to know that it takes time mm. like the, the the reward doesn't come right away all the time yeah. yeah we read about the guy that posted you know a video and he got a billion TikTok. views you yeah. know overnight <laughs> yeah that that's just to me just like one hit wonders it's like the lottery like like you know they just like they just won the lottery and got that viral thing mm -hmm. you know but it just happened by accident because that's what the lottery is. You just go like, okay, these numbers, bye. You know, it's just like, it's just weird. So I think people get like stuck on that because I see it a lot. Like I, 
I've been talking at a few schools mm. and, and, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, everyone's really impatient. Wow. We have to be patient, you know, like it's, it's years later, if it, sorry, years ago, if I wasn't patient, like, you know, it would have been just like a vine. Wow. But if I was patient, you know, Strigon is, is a tree. It has, it, it has its roots in the ground, you know? Wow. Um, and that's really how you have to think of it. You have to tie it back into nature. See why nature is so important? Yeah. Because there's so much lessons there. You have I'm to grow. I'm going to need you to write like a book on tree. this DVD. I'm going to need one <laughs> on nature. And I mean, that cover would be really dope. Like, yeah, we the nature that. of business. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Patience. Yeah, yeah, I think we're. I would just think that. We're in that sort of like, especially, you know, I would even say like millennials, you know, like down to Gen Z and, you know, what other, what, whichever next generation is here. I can't remember all of the names, but, you know, there's just this sort of like feeling like, oh, you have like everything is like instant. And so, like, the idea of a process, and this is something I talked to my therapist about. I'm like, I hate processes. Like, they suck, you know? <laughs> and she's like, Every, you need yeah, a process. Sure. Kirsten, you need a process. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. But that patience part. <laughs> but I think everything around us says, no, you should be here by now. You should be here. You know, you should be doing this by now. This should generate this. And, like... When you don't see it, you're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, There's something like wrong with me? Marketing, like, you know, and, and also the people around you might say, oh, it's been six months. How, how, you know, how can you can't even do anything? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's been two years. No, like, like things literally take years and years and years. You know, it took years to be profitable also. Wow. You know? Wow. It, 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 it does not, it, it, you know, for, for 99% of the world, it's going to have to be this way where there's this, there has to be patience to grow it. And you have to give it love. You got to give it energy. You got to give it time. I love you know? that. Everyone's like, because I meet a lot of people that like, you know, they're at a job or they're starting their like fashion label on the side. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, and, 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 and like, you know, they've been doing it for six months or a year and they're like already giving up. You know, mm. because they didn't get it on like the celebrity thing. <laughs> right. Like I, I didn't. Brown was started to almost twelve years ago, but it took me years to just, just like, get all the knowledge and the experience to even start Sprayground. You know. Wow. I I I I was doing things that that led to Sprayground, but it was still like it was still a struggle. You know, I lived in my I, I lived in my in laws for three and a half years. Hey, that's real because talk. <laughs> I had, yeah, yeah, because because ev- everything I made, uh, all all the time, I just put it into that. Wow, I put it into the thing that I wanted to create, and thank God, live off of and eat off of. Yeah, wow. Because I didn't want to be in that cubicle. Nope. <laughs> Anti cubicle. I ain't ever going back to another cubicle. You heard it first. They're gonna be like, up, oh, up, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> open spaces only anywho it has been so great chatting with you i could talk to you all day and i'm sure your people are like we're wrap wrap up wrap up he has other things to do but i'm so glad you're here with me today um so yeah. something that i ask all of the guests on a fashion moment is what is one like just choose one i know you have a million but one of your favorite fashion moments of all time. It could be something you witness, something you experience. It could just something really magical where you're just like, like, yes, like you feel it, you know, you feel, you feel the universe, you feel God. And you're just like, this is it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, first I want to thank you for, for having me on the show. Absolutely. I love all your questions. They're, they're, <laughs> they come they're from my heart, DVD. From my heart. <laughs> I, no, I could tell. <laughs> Uh, a fashion moment. So my first fashion show on New York Fashion Week in 2019, I I didn't have like the manpower, sorry, the human power mm-hmm. to uh, to do it myself because we didn't have the experience. Mm-hmm. So I there was an opportunity to be a part of like another show. So they have like you know 10, 10 brands, and then you're part of the circuit. Oh, nice. So yeah. I went that route. And then like literally a week before, I, I just like the energy was off. The excitement was down and I'm like, screw it. I'm doing it on my own. <gasps> so, then, what? 
So then literally in four days, we found a sick location. We got the lights. We got the runway. We got, we, we had to get our own models because I was going to use their models to get hair, makeup, everything. It was the craziest thing ever. And it was just me and, and four people uh, in, in spray ground. And wow, did we put on a show? And it was, it was a fight club spray ground collaboration. I love it. So, so I would say that oh. because like, like, like you could really do the impossible and, 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 when you're with the team and people are, you know, you know, saying, no, we can't do uh-huh. it. It doesn't matter. Like, how do you know? How do you know that you can't do it? You didn't even try. Pushing people to the know? limit. <laughs> yeah. My no, goodness. but I'm doing it with them. We're doing it together. I love that. You know? I love so, that yeah, I was, so much. I, I'm going to find the pictures that. from that. Oh, no, you, you have to. It was such a good show. Yay. Well, thank Rich, you. The kid walked down also. It was cool. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, what were you gonna uh, say? You were gonna say something. What what were we gonna say? Oh no, just that Rich the Kid walked down and we just had so much cool, unique models. That's so dope. You know, everyone was just like so hyped that like we, we were crazy and we put this show together and it was packed. Yes. It was amazing. And then from that show, I got booked to do Tel Aviv Fashion Week, Shanghai Fashion Week. What? And then Milan. Oh no, sorry. And then and then Paris Fashion Week. Legit in 2020 from that 2019 show. Because it was so impactful. And then all of them had to be canceled. Yeah. But it'll happen one day. It no will. Problem. It will. <laughs> it's, it, everything's going to come back one day. Very soon. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So that's my fashion story for you. Yay. Well, thank you so much. I am just, I am just so inspired by your story, what you've shared. You're such an awesome person. You have such a lovely spirit. And I'm just so um, excited to see what you do next. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining me for this week of A Fashion Moment. If you like what you hear, we'd love for you to join our community of listeners and spread the word about the show. We also want to hear from you. Share your favorite fashion moments and dream guests with us by sending an audio clip or email to a fashion moment podcast at gmail.com. Or you can tag us on Instagram at a fashion moment and you could be featured on next week's episode. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and let us know what you think. Until then, see you next time for another fashion moment. Podcast production by Rebecca Rashid and John Taylor Williams. Digital media production by Megan Porras. This recording carries a Creative Commons 4.0 international license. Thanks to Patrick Patrickios for their song, Hot Coffee.